It is Valentine's Day, but guess who is not necessarily feeling the NCAA love? That would be the North Carolina Tar Heels. But did they do it themselves to themselves? Is it self-inflicted? What is going on? How do they turn things around? Is there time? They should have got that one against Miami. But is Miami arguably the best team in the ACC? I don't know. I might have changed my mind since yesterday when I said Pitt. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As if you didn't need any help enough, Jordan Miller... Coach Larinaga, Nigel Pack, Isaiah Wong, everybody's eating over here on mirror. It's just like, who wants a turn? Is Miami becoming a complete team? That is probably the topic of conversation as we looked at last night's win for them, 80-72 to 72 victory against North Carolina Tar Heels in Chapel Hill. Mind you, a very hostile territory. And I'm just sitting here trying to figure out what is going on with the guys in baby blue. It's a lot. But I got Jersey Drake here. Hopefully will help me have that conversation. Drake, how we feeling? Long time no see, my friend. I know. It's been a hot bit. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to y'all. Yeah. We're out here just hanging out, chilling. It is Tuesday. We're turning up on a Tuesday. It's going to be a great, great day. Love is in the air. But more importantly, March is right around the corner, too. We got March Mass coming. I'm about to queue up the future song real quick and be hyped <laughs> for it. But we did see a probably what could be the best team in ACC take down a vaunted opponent in UNC last night. Yeah, 100%. Jordan Miller definitely led the charge with 24 points, doing what he had to do close following him was Nigel Pack with 23. And we've been talking about Isaiah Wong all season, but he certainly has had some help. And having veteran guards is going to help Miami, a team that surprised people last season. And now look at them, you know, they're kind of repeating. I think that's a very much a nod to Coach Larinaga and how he's been able to kind of get that team not to, you know, falter and not be a fluke here from year one and year two. Yeah, I mean, Jim Laranega is probably one of the most underrated coaches in the country. I think I've said it before, I'll say it again. I mean, last year, the team in the regular season was nothing special, but they were probably on a slightly above average team. Then you get to the tournament where you have a probable run. Now, it's really funny how you have a UNC team who kind of showcase, you know, a talent inconsistently throughout the year, but then it also had the improbable run. The only difference is Miami is actually being consistent the entire year, being 21-5. and five. And outside of, I think, that weird stretch i think of six games where they won one lost one all those games were lost by one possession yeah so yeah. to me this is a miami team that is super athletic they're super dangerous and they make adjustments at half too i mean the game was close i think it was 35 34 at the half and then you know you know what y'all killing us in the paint so you know what we're gonna do block off the block off the paint block off the lanes make you guys shoot from three unc was five of 31 from three point last night and that was the one thing that come into the game where UNC is in the bottom two of the conference. I said bottom two of the conference and three point percentage. So that's you have a great coach over there, a very athletic team, very good team, and they're a fun team to watch. And yeah, it's either them or Pitt right now is the best team in the conference. A thousand percent. I'm really excited about Miami. I think Miami, NC State, and Pitt are probably my favorite teams to watch just in terms of play and sharing the ball and doing all the things. And it makes me even more sad looking at North Carolina because I'm like, it could all be so simple, right? You have a Naismith, arguably player of the year in Armando Baycott. He only got the fed the ball six field goal attempts. Like, how does that happen? How do you have – why are you not feeding Armando? That doesn't make sense to me. And four fouls, of course, is four fouls. Getting foul trouble, have to have a seat. I don't think Pete Nance is at 100% just from watching him. But maybe we just need to have honest conversation. 
maybe these guys just had a really lucky year last year and they just don't have the horses in the stable like we think. Is that it? Because there's just no way you go five for 31 from three. And beyond that, why aren't y'all running the play? Do y'all not like Hubert? What What is going on? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's just, I, I really don't know. And the thing is, I think with UNC, it's, I'm of the belief that you can definitely see a team of Mars can get hot at the very right time. I need mean, you can look at Florida State from a few seasons ago when they made the Elite Eight and met up with uh, Mo Wagner. I think Franz Wagner is like actually older brother from Michigan. That I think it could be that it just like overall. I mean, the players are mainly the same. Yeah. I mean, the one player that actually isn't there, and then you saw how important he was during tournament run was Brady Manic. So maybe, just maybe, just call Brady up a quick see if he has like one extra year eligibility left, <laughs> the one extra year, a month and a half to hopefully uh, bring him back for that. He's out in Puerto Rico doing the damn thing. You know what's crazy? Oh, like, Puerto Rico, goddamn, <laughs> like North Carolina is getting no bench help. Like Puff Johnson come out the bitch, only got two points on the night. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, you know, Coach Hubert Davis needs to play more people. And I'm like, do y'all think that Hubert is not smart enough to say if they were better than the starters, they would be out there? Like, I'm just trying to give my man a little bit of grace here because it just seems to me that everyone's assuming that Hubert doesn't know talent and he's trying to, like, just not throw the best ones out on the court. Maybe the alignment and the matchups aren't as great. Maybe they need to figure out, you know, a better starting five. I don't know. The, I don't know the answer. All I know is, though, I feel like Huber will put the best people on the floor if he felt like they were. Either way it goes. It's just watching the game. and she, the, Some of the fr- three attempts were insane. Like, Leaky Black, no, no, sir. No, sir. Why, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, you better drive to the lane or something. It's just, it's so frustrating. Five or 31 from three is insanity. After you just had this really good offensive performance against Clemson, which I don't know if this is more about Clemson than it does about North Carolina, but we did have a great question from one of our um, viewers here. He said, just join. You may have already talked about this, but just when would, um, would the Heels be considered a bubble team? They're a bubble team. Just when, right now, they are very much a bubble team. How many more can they lose and still be considered a lock for the tournament? I honestly say if they lose two more, if they lose in NC State, they might be in trouble for real. If they lose on Saturday against NC State, I think they will be in trouble for real. That's just my personal opinion. Jersey Drake, what you think? Yeah, I mean, it's you look at the schedule overall, there definitely should be a last four in kind of team at the moment. But you look at basically they had the four-game losing streak early, early in the year against Iowa State, Alabama. Alabama, number one team. Told you all then. Y'all laughed at me, but look at them now. <laughs> Indiana and Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech wasn't playing that great at that time, but still, that's not a great loss. You lose yeah. to Pitt. Called as a quality, what did you call it? Quality loss, but yeah, it's still an in conference loss. You lose to Virginia, but then lose to Pitt, Duke, Wake Forest. You do get the Clemson wins, which does help you out. And then, but then you lose to Miami. Y'all lose one more game, and then you're going to have to actually hope and pray that AC tournament time you're actually able to continue to keep winning because you're at the point now where one loss, you definitely could be in trouble with somebody. And like one thing that we said before the before we started the show was, is the name brand kind of also helping carry this team into the tournament too? So I'm just trying like, to say you got to ask yourself that and the end of the season at NC State if you win that game it should be easier with Notre Dame Virginia is a toss-up but that could definitely be a losable game and then Florida State then you end up with Duke so could be a losable game Virginia are you serious we're gonna do this I'm okay. trying to give you some it's about okay. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give you some hope I'm trying to give you some hope come on now but yeah it's their end schedule like it's you gotta like at most maybe lose one game, but overall, like even that, like you might actually be probably heading out to the NIT real quick, and that's something that's gonna be very heartbreaking for uh, Coach Hubert Davis. If you lose to Notre Dame, you can forget it. If you lose to Florida State, you can forget it. If you lose oh, yeah. to Duke, you can forget it. Those are the three that you cannot lose. Virginia, it has to be a hell of an upset. NC State, you gotta win that game. 
I'd even give it to you. Maybe you could squeak by without that one. But if you lose to Notre Dame, if you lose to Florida State, just forget it. Have fun at the NIT. We'll try again next year. And that's just what it is. And it's very frustrating, all things considered, because this is a very talented team. And that's what's pissing me off every time I watch. I'm like, on paper, y'all are going to have to be these automatic big kids. Like, y'all are going to have to do that in order to get to the damn tournament, which is crazy, but not impossible. I was telling my friend last night, like, it's not impossible that these this uh, group can mess around and win the whole ACC tournament and get into the tournament that way. I, might, I, mean, I don't want that to be their story, but it could happen. No. Listen, at least you're going to the tournament. I don't know why you're complaining over here. It's like, oh, we need these out of that bag. So, you know what? Listen, I'm over here trying to have to tell my team to have a good time, to hang out, make some friends, do some traveling. But that's it's the thing. Good. Florida State is definitely a team where it's right there. And that's what's frustrating. I know from you obviously watching, but like mm-hmm. Florida State has it right there. And I think all season long, when I've seen them in games, I'm like, it's not for lack of talent. It's just. Some ain't maneuvering all correctly, but there's a couple of just, you know, wide open shots that I kind of blame like Louisville too. When it's a wide open look, you got to make it. Some of y'all just, (laughs) you got, you got to hit that shot when it's all said and done. We're going to talk through some of these Tuesday matchups here because I know it's a lot of love going around. There's a lot of good games that could potentially upset. Because I feel like personally, I don't know about you, Drake, answer this after we get back, but the ACC is still anybody's game. But first, if you're looking for a delicious treat, don't want all of the fat and calories, and you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know the goal is to eat a little healthier this year, trying to get slim and trim, slim thick while you're at it. Maybe do what you do. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today or even Sam's Club to get you a box. You can get a little mixed box, 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories. I'm trying to tell you, Built Bar is where it's at. If you have not tried it yet, please try one. Hit us back on YouTube. Let us know how you feel. We're talking through men's basketball. A lot of good games happening here on Tuesday night. We just went over the Miami-North Carolina game, and now we're sitting here telling you there's a little bit more love to go. NC State-Syracuse happening tonight at 7 p.m. An NC State team that has surprised a lot of people this season. I certainly have been surprised in a good way about this team. They are playing like a true team, sharing the love. Who's going to have the 20-point night? Maybe multiple people. Joyner, Tequavion Smith, DJ Burns, all the guys seem to be figuring it out. Good on Coach Keats, who definitely was on the hot seat. Seat is definitely cold, freezing cold at this point. They take on the Syracuse team where Coach Beheim might just have to gracefully bow out <laughs> at the end of the season. I don't know if he will, but it's definitely one of those things where maybe we can just consider it. Take some time, reevaluate, reassess, and maybe come into next year. But if you look at this game, I see it being NC State and then Syracuse figuring it out, not being able to figure it out late. Yeah, so Coach K, you know, had the farewell tour. And then you had Roll Williams like, you know what? I don't need all that. I'm a classier person. I'm just going to dip out, bow out in the sunset. Yeah, Bayham might have to do that too. Um, and I think Bayham is kind of like the way you see it right now. It's the reason why Roy did that because Bayham, it's it's a team that's also been extremely inconsistent, also with bad losses to a Bryan team, a Colgate team in the beginning of the year. And this is a team where NC State, I mean, they right now, Bartorvik, folks, if you don't know, Bartorvik is like an advanced metrics thing that I use for all my gambling purposes, has Syracuse as a three and a half point dog. And with the NC State team, with the Casey Morsell, Katoyerion Smith, these are two solid players. And they're also. They're coming off a loss to Virginia, but then they smoked Boston College by, I think, 30 points. Mm-hmm. And State team that is obviously ready for the NCAA tournament and obviously ready basically for the AC tournament, which they actually have a decent chance of actually competing and going deep in. To me, this is a team that went to stay that 
they might just tell Syracuse, like, hey, Jim, it's okay. You know, you're up there in age. You watch your sons play. It's all good. You can hang out and chill. Go to the Bahamas. Go to Puerto Rico. Go to Cancun, as we saw with all the NFL Cancun players. Cancun on three. <laughs> yeah, Cancun on three. So, uh, yeah, give me N State here to cover the minus three. And this is a team that is going to be kind of scary to watch moving forward, too. Yeah, a thousand percent. I think NC State being a top 25 team is definitely something I didn't have on my bingo card. But I hope that they can just pull it out and keep things rolling and not get caught up in sort of being the top 25, still being hungry as we get towards tournament play. But speaking of coaches who are considering retirement or retired, and now they're just, you know, leaving their team. Mike Bray at another Dame came out yesterday. Jeff Goodman from Twitter let the world know that Bray is not done coaching. He is just done at Notre Dame at the end of the season. So there was this big thing about him announcing his retirement mid-season. The team is definitely like been poo-poo, kachoo. It's not even like they turned things around for your boy and was like, no, coach, don't leave. We're going to keep winning. That ain't been happening. They faced a really good Duke team tonight. And I'm just sitting here saying – it, that was like a quiet, I don't know if that was a quiet quitting, a quiet firing, or whatever, what have you. But either way, Bray will not be back at Notre Dame next season. So, yeah, I was about to say, like, like did, he, did, he, did he quit? Did, did, did is he get I think is, he is got, he... I think he got, I think he was going to get fired and said, instead of being fired, I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, ooh, I don't want to retire. I still got that itch. I'm coming back, just not at Notre Dame. I can't, I don't want to deal with these boys. You can't fire me. I quit. Yeah, that's a great, great, uh, great uh, <laughs> thing you're showcasing over there. Um, and then yeah, if you're one of the, if you're one of the Notre Dame players, like then if you see how that's transpired, like why? I don't know why. Why if you care is the right term. I think is more like why. I guess then would you be like you know, hey, this guy's leaving us this year. He's not telling us the full story unless they do. obviously they know the full story. Then I'm yeah. not in the locker room, so it could be different. So then you see a team that you know started off you know winning five straight games, but then I think hasn't had a two game winning streak since November. And folks, for those who don't know, November is the start of the college basketball season. So <laughs> this is a game against a Duke team, great Duke team, very solid Duke team. Even though they're on a two game losing streak, yeah. and it would be hilarious, hilarious if Duke suffered a loss here. They won't, but I will take Notre Dame to cover this game. Right now, the spread spread potentially be I think twelve and a half. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me, give me Notre Dame to cover up to ten. Yeah, I think this Duke team is playing pissed off right now after that controversial Virginia Duke ending last week. And even Coach Shire said that he's still pissed off about it. Of course, it's time to move on. However, I'm really interested to see how they bounce back and mature as a team if they just dominate Notre Dame, get them a good one, and if they keep rolling. Now, for me, Duke team, as much as we talk about UNC being on the bubble – Duke's got to figure some things out too. Like there are definitely conversations to where they have, they definitely have one up. They're they're in good solid position, but they need to keep winning in order to maintain their stay. Because I don't know that I don't see them winning the ACC tournament. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't either. I think we've already kind of highlighted that the teams that are hot right now at the top, heading probably over in ACC ACC tournament play. We got Miami, yeah. and you also you got you know Clemson and us all team too. And also you got Pitt. So to me, with this Duke team, it's also like. I mean, we said ad nauseum, like the standard I do is a little bit different. Yeah. And Duke, I think, already has what they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight losses. So, and that to me is a team that, I mean, it's a program that's not okay with that. But John Shire, hey, you know, it's John Shire. I think he's fine with, I wonder why. But with Duke overall, this is a team that it's, they need to be consistently, consistently well and they need to actually bounce back from his, from, from those two bad losses because they play Syracuse, bad Louisville team, but then they have Virginia Tech. North Carolina State and UNC to end the year. That's a toughest stretch actually at the end of the year to close up for three games. 
And how many quad one wins does my does Duke have? They beat NC State. They beat Miami. I'm just I'm looking for it. I'm help me out here. I think that might be it. I yeah, I mean, uh they no, Iowa's not Iowa Iowa you consider one, I think, probably. I would say those are the only two. Ohio State. They beat Ohio mm, State. Okay, there you go. So three quad three quad one wins. Which again. Yeah, three quad one wins. Yep. Yeah. And how many how many do they have left? Great question. So they have still have to play NC State. And North North Carolina is North Carolina quad one win right now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think for the advanced metrics, you'll qualify them as a quad one. But I think from what we've been seeing, you don't qualify that as quad one. But uh, for the purpose of the show, yes, it is yeah. a quad one. Who do they have left? Notre Dame, Syracuse, Louisville, Virginia Tech. So NC State and uh, North Carolina are the only two that they feel like they have mm-hmm. a must win, which is for North Carolina. You would hate for both of them to come down to that must win game for the two of them in March. Jesus, help us. You would never hear that at the end of the Twitterverse between NC, I mean North Carolina and Duke fans. You know how they get a little spicy. It's like the Miami Four State vibe. You know, you know the feel. You know the feels. I, I know what <laughs> Tuesday night, you also have Boston College and Pitt. Pitt, don't get caught up. Don't don't get caught up with your pants down because Boston College is not a team that's terrible. That's the thing. They absolutely can beat Pitt. They can catch them slip, sleeping at the wheel. And Pitt can't afford to. They're number one team right now. Keep things rolling. I think I don't think they will because it's at Pitt. But damn it, if they do, how spicy this ACC tournament will be. I feel like you slow, low key have been like a, a closet Boston College basketball fan all year. I am. I'm definitely a Coach Grant fan. I definitely am a, a Quentin Post fan. I think that Boston College, like it reminds me of Forbes and when Wake Forest was just starting out, getting the right transfers in and you know starting to figure things out. I definitely think that they have, you know, the right coach in place. Now it's about getting the right players and all playing and gelling together and kind of establishing that, like, listen, we're going to be friends and homies for 10 months. And then that's just what it is. So then I got to ask you this then. How motivated and how big of a thing is going to be that that lost at North Carolina State by thirty for this game? How's it going to help them out? Because this is a, I mean, this is a team that just got shellacked by NC State, a better team in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You're saying they're playing well. They got a five game win streak going on. They're looking good after losing to Florida State by uh, not eight, which is I just don't know how that happened. Right. But like, it's do you think that basically with that loss of 30, 30 points, they were not looking ahead, but kind of like, you know, hey, you know, listen, we're talking this one up real quick. And then we got, <laughs> we got we're actually going over to Pitt. Like, do you think they actually have a better than decent chance of winning this game? No, because I think Pitt at home right now is just Pitt is the hottest team and you got to give them the nod. I think it's going to be close, but it's going to be ultimately no cigar for the Eagles. And I think that for whatever reason, not even for whatever reason, I know Nike Sabande and company are having just a really good overall playing. They let people get in games. They let Florida State get in the game, right? They were they let them go on a little mini runs at times, but were able to you know keep that offense up and play some sound defense. So I think that they ultimately don't have the offensive uh, wheelhouse to beat the Pittsburgh Panthers. All right, so folks, take pick to cover. <laughs> that's just that's just what I think. That's just what I think. But you know, it's all love here. I would say though, Jersey Drake, ask you the question here: ACC tournament time. Do you still feel like it's a crapshoot? Do you still feel like it's anybody's game? I mean, I do. I mean, you kind of see how inconsistent each team is when they play each other, and you see yeah. you haven't been able to see like one true team kind of dominate. 
Actually, overall with AC, I think Miami, for example, is a team that we've been high on all, all show. They yeah. have four losses in conference play. So yep. it's kind of like you look at it overall, like there is no true alpha dog that you see kind of this year, right? So to me, that it could be anybody's game. It could be the kind of like the year from a few seasons ago where we had Georgia Tech of all teams with the homie <laughs> Jose Alvarado was coming up, coming up and leading the team to the promised land. It could be a year like that. And that's kind of yeah. what feels like it's shaping out to be. Yeah. And like, you know, as quiet as it's kept, as much as people can call me crazy, I still think like a team like Virginia Tech could mess around and pop off and figure things out. And that's what would annoy the crap out of me if I was playing in a tournament like this, because you just never know who you're going to go up against. But like a Virginia Tech could mess around and figure things out. And Hunter Couture could have, you know, his besties in the stands and go off for like 55. Like I just it it could happen. It could happen. Louisville could mess around and upset a team that knocks uh, out your uh, favorite. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, 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 we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Louisville just Louisville just needs to hold up a sign like in need of big man. Please inquire at Louisville.com. Cause like they just won big man away. L Ellis, you know, I'm like, I can't I can't call his name right now, the young freshman, but they just need a big man so bad. It's just terrible to watch. Like no no front court presence, but it's fine. I'll end that on a good note. At all least that, they'll have, at least they'll have Georgia Tech. So they'll always have Georgia Tech. Say all that to say, Jersey Drake, it's always a pleasure. It's short and sweet today, but I'm super excited about Valentine's. You got some plans? You got some plans doing anything fun? Uh, I know she's gonna listen to the show later, so I'm gonna keep a little secret here. Yeah, but we got a, we got some we got some good we got I got something cooking the works for tonight. Okay, so. okay, okay. We love a little fiance vibe. We love a little fiance vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting engaged this Valentine's Day, so for anyone who is asking, you know, don't worry about it. You know, riding the tide, just enjoying nice, simple flowers and candy. I love I love all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's just gonna be a good one. And watching some ACC basketball. We've oh, got some go. <laughs> really good games Tuesday, some good games on Wednesday, and then the women kick off on Thursday and we plan for a really good weekend. How was your Super Bowl vibe? Did you love Rihanna or did you love Rihanna? So we're talking about love now. I mean, listen, <laughs> y'all Kansas has known me for a very long time. Uh Rihanna can do no wrong in my eyes. She did no wrong Sunday night. When she came out to bitch, I about to have my money. Like, this is the song. This is my song right here. She found love yeah. in a hopeless place. I'm like, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we, did. Was like, we, we found love in a hopeless place, baby. I love you. I love you, Jess. <laughs> you know, I just hit after hit. It really was a great experience. I, of course, as a Giants fan, I'm like, eh, the Eagles lost me. But I really wanted them to get the W. I can't lie. I'm like, I'm over the Patrick Mahomes thing. I don't know. I, I mean, I like. I like Patty and Andy, but also I like, like Patrick. I do. Not his family. Mm-mm. Not his, yeah, but, uh, his dad's hilarious, though. But I do like Jalen Hurts, though, a lot. And Jason Kelsey. Yeah. 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 Oh, everyone, wonder, likes, everyone likes Jalen Hurts. A thousand percent. I wonder if uh, Eagles' core group is going to come back, though. That's the biggest question. Oh, do you see how many free agents they lost? There's a lot of players going to be missing from that team. I think Jason Kelsey might retire. I mean, he's older. Brandon Graham's going to be out. Miles Sanders is a free agent. Like, oof. This is a. Uh, yeah. You know, Yo, and they just paid AJ. They might Brown not get too. back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's which is sad. Yeah, that's an that's really is the nature of the beast. Like I think as much as they were talking about how hard it is to get there and as hard it is to go back. But hopefully uh Jalen will get some horses in the stable that will help him take another trip. Lane Johnson get that surgery, be good to go. But the Chiefs, on the other hand, lock and reload, like ain't no next going in next season, they definitely gave Dabo vibes. Clemson vibes of nobody believed in us. Nobody thought we would be here. Like, I'm like, bro, 
dab over here say so it's like he stole my he stole my whole flow he word stole for my word flow. bar for bar <laughs> i do feel bad for akinta brunson from, from abbott i know she was at the game and she's a huge philly fan i feel bad sickening for yeah sickening yeah for my girl for my girl listen i the dabo energy i just felt all of the clemson you guys didn't want think we would get here like bro you have shut up <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like what what are we doing here what are we clemson best defense and best defense sound which shameless plug if you have not yet checked out the clemson 2023 schedule preview make sure you go ahead and do that we're dropping the north carolina one on friday so make sure you check that out we're going season we're going to get through the entire summer talking about everyone's schedule and who actually might be acc champions so go and make sure you do that drake i can't wait to talk about florida state all positive vibes over here feeling it mm-hmm. something positive for you guys to talk oh, about yeah. oh yeah we feel uh yeah we're uh we feel great over here it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good time and don't <laughs> and keep this recorded too because if something happens i don't want to go back to this so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i remember this valentine episode pull it up and just remark your word re uh, play your words however it goes drake it's always a pleasure to have you frankie please remind these folks of where they can find you follow your work well, folks, first of all, have a happy, happy Valentine's Day day with your significant other. And you can follow me at Tally underscore underscore Drake. You can follow my coach at, uh, Dave at FSU Knowles. The O is a zero and the S is a five because he's like a thousand years old from like pre-World War One. But you also can follow the podcast at Knowles Anonymous where we engage with our fans, get themes for episodes and get messages for a man to a Mondays. And as always, we're fans first, uh, people second and content creators third. No doubt about it, guys. Tuesday matchups tonight. Wednesday matchups we'll talk about tomorrow. Make sure you come back. Listen to Locked On College Basketball if you want the full landscape of where teams are laying, bubble teams, all of that fun stuff, and all of our shows here at the Locked On Podcast Network. For Kana Scooper and Jersey Drake, until next time.